kingdom of the planet of the apes has arrived in IMAX. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This lighter is wearing me all the way out. I just want you to know it. Oh, I'm just going to do it in between. I'm not going to do it during. No, you did it like three times. During? Yes. Oh, then I stopped. I was like, you don't even remember. You don't even remember. You be saying that like so boldly, like you remember. You don't remember. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to do it during, though, I promise. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I done heard that lie before. But what it is, oh, Oh, what's up? Oh, what's up? No, actually, no, I don't want to get into it. Them guys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord. He's worthy. Every nigga ought to praise him. That's what my Bible says. Wagwan. Yo, first and foremost, we would be absolutely remiss in not acknowledging everybody. Like, Ooh. what's up, all of y'all? That's I just cannot believe that y'all are listening to us carry on. But I the am overflow. so... Listen, I am just over the moon at the response. Shout out to everybody who listened to the first episode of Getting Grown with Jada Kid. We can't convey just how glad our <laughs> nigga hearts are, yo. My, my nigga heart is glad. Appreciative. <laughs> you don't understand, yo. <laughs> Appreciative. Then you had niggas asking for more. I'm like, you want more of this? Exactly. <laughs> right. Like I was I was legit in my nerves. Like on the day that we dropped, I was like, I just really hope and pray that these people don't hate it. Mm, Father God. But they didn't. Listen, they loved it. Our cu- our cups runneth over. Okay. It was like no. get out with the lady in the iced tea. <laughs> It just kept going. It just kept going. Niggas just kept writing in, kept Listen, following, kept supporting. All the tweets, all the comments on Instagram, all the comments on SoundCloud, all the comments on iTunes, the feedback. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for subscribing. Like, thank you guys for just being amazing. Like, from the bottom of my heart. Like, we cannot believe how how awesome all of this has been i'm so excited to just have a space where we can come and you know feel safe enough to say i'm 30 something years old and i don't know what the crap i'm doing (laughs) (laughs) right because literally everybody feels like that listen listen sometimes i feel like i'm hustling in reverse sometimes i don't even feel like i'm hustling (laughs) but but i'm walking down the up escalator Listen, it's a hazard. Every day, it's, it's a, just you make it by the skin of our teeth. But we're just so glad that you guys are down to, you know, figure this out with us. And listen, welcome. Welcome to the ride. We don't know where this is going to take us at all. But uh, no. we're happy to be here and we're happy to have you here with us. We're very happy to be here. I am so happy to be here. Hello. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Fuck you, too. <laughs> To be loved. <laughs> to be loved. To be loved. Oh, what, what a wonderful feeling. <laughs> yes, Eddie. Eddie Murphy has sung. I will literally that, sit oh. here and quote that entire movie. Don't don't do it. That's my favorite quote. That oh, and when he says, Whoa, what a feeling. That's my favorite <laughs> part. That's my favorite part in the entire film. The whole movie. To be loved. No, what is- <laughs> that nigga was happy boots. <laughs> you have to be so happy to oh like that. He said, like, "Oh, what a feeling!" <laughs> you have to be happy to sing down the street. Period. <laughs> Both of your hands raised, but like, you ra- <laughs> the O comes out and it's like exhilaration. Oh. 
Someone to kiss. Someone to miss. I said, oh, he came to sing today. That he Eddie said, Murphy. I slow this Italian restaurant and I lost my black ass mind. <laughs> but welcome, welcome. Ever... Yes, welcome me, welcome you. Welcome, welcome me, welcome, welcome you. Welcome me, welcome you. Shout out to Tay and Crystal Jean. Yeah, they'll, Crystal. they'll enjoy that. Um, yeah, so we're just gonna cut all the shenanigans. Oh, for those of you, if if this perchance is your first time listening to us, this is getting grown. Uh, where we're just learning how, figuring out how to learn how to adult for real. I'm Kia, and I'm uh, Jade. that's yes, that's my sis Jade, and we're gonna be here every Tuesday. You can find us everywhere where there are podcasts. So you can find us on iTunes, you can find us on SoundCloud, you can find us on uh, Spotify now. So yes. yes, whatever your needs are, be sure to uh, search "Getting Grown" by Loudspeakers Network, and you know, hang out with us. We're just two. Blackly black girls, 30-somethings, you know, thriving professionals trying to figure out how to do this thing called life as a 30-something. That's what we do. That's what we're here for. Indeed. And everything like that right there. So I guess we'll jump right in to the show. This will start with shout out to my sis. My sis is popping right now. Last Um, week we shouted out Gia for On Your Blackness. And as far so, as we know, the Own Your Blackness uh, coupon code that we announced is still active. So if you have not had a chance to head over to ownyourblackness.com and get your t-shirt, your canvas bag, your uh, mug, or any of your novelty items, please be <laughs> sure to do that. You can use the coupon code GROWN, that's G-R-O-W-N, um, and order your things and get 15% off. And be sure yeah, to send a comment before it runs Gia. out. We don't know when it's going to run out. It's yeah, like, man, I don't know when Gia going, you know, pull the plug. Like You'll be waiting for something to hit your account. <laughs> yeah, like every day. We'll be checking your account the first thing in the morning every day. Like, hmm, every day. Check <laughs> like, mm, yes. Oh, did yes, that hit so. yet? I remember it took my hotel to hit five. It took five days for it to hit. And I was like, well, did they forget? <laughs> did they forget to, to charge yeah. me? Nothing like waiting for money. Like there's nothing, there's no wait like waiting for money. There's like when you waiting for your check to come, whether it be like your tax return hit, whether it be like, you know, mm. if you're owed some sort of credit, because that's another thing, because, you know, I didn't mm. have to curse the good people over or at Verizon <laughs> out for my cable once or twice. They, you know, putting things upon my bill that do not belong there. Mm. Amen. That's why you got, listen, that's a word to the wise. Read your billing statements. I know that they are worrisome and they either inundate your inbox or your mailbox with all of this paper, but mm-hmm. read your summaries because came to find out, I came to find that Verizon was charging me for a multi, 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 multi room DVR. And I was like, excuse me, I live in a studio. <laughs> Let me tell you what one my- room. Let me tell you what my God said. It's only one TV in here, one cable box. What multi what? Why are you charging me this? Th- what? I Run me my coin. I need all Give of them. Give me my money back. Right now. And listen, I was waiting. Hand. And I was waiting, honey. Perched, perched on my phone, on the app, perched, looking for my money to come back. I said, where's my credit? Run me my Listen, y'all want to And I know they took a while. And y'all don't take a while to take my damn payment. So you need to hurry up and give me my damn credit. Expeditiously. Don't get me started on Cablevision. Don't don't get me started on them. Don't get me started on Con Edison and how they like to pre-charge for like how are you going to pre-charge me for electricity that I have not used? Scams. Gotcha, gotcha about <laughs> Con Ed the scammer. <laughs> it really is the, the original. Indeed. The I original. Don't miss Con Ed. I grew you up shouldn't. I, someone who was born and raised in New York, I do not miss Con Edison. Connor Edison and Optimum, like those two right there, they can really hold hands and jump. I'm over it. I'm tired of them. It's a monopoly. There's no other options. Verizon Fios has been pending in my area for the longest. I just look back at my account and it's like, we're not there yet. You know, I'm just I'm just waiting, but there's no other options. And you got to keep your eyes open on the files, people, too, because I told them, honey, I'm going to need all of my money returned to me all the times. And I said, do y'all need me to go ahead and go back to these statements and circle where y'all charge me for a multi-room DVR in this studio apartment? Because I Listen, will. make a copy, staple, and send you all an entire packet of what you what. And I will print the text messages like candy birds. You better believe it. <laughs> 
screenshots. You better write it down. <laughs> on eight and a half by eleven paper. <laughs> she came with screenshots on eight and a half by eleven paper. That just let me know that Candy ain't do that. You know who did that? Push. Joyce. Oh no, <laughs> Joyce did that because no person can, that tell me that your your mama if your mama was printing out your text messages she would not blow up the font to a sixty two. My mother has her font blown up to a smooth 72 on her phone. I don't even know how. I was like, did you jailbreak that? Read. I can't even read anything. If my mother would hand me her phone today, I would have to, girl, read this to me. Because can't nobody see. It's like four <laughs> letters. Can't nobody. It's like four letters per line. I don't how know do how. Sentences? Why do you need it to be this big? Why? You can't no even one... see one sentence on the screen. <laughs> I be trying not to laugh, though, because, you know, I feel like my vision is headed right down that street. <laughs> Let me tell you, I've been struggling since fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the ugly in my heart. <laughs> it manifesting itself through my eyeballs, but I can't I see got shit. A real, real live piggy bank, a real live piggy bank, and every now and then I put a few coins in there so that I can get me some Lasix. I'm going <laughs> in there like shoot the beams into my retinas. I need this. I need this because I'm. Hello, tired. I found a Groupon. <laughs> yes, you just wait, honey. Wait till I get my flex. I'm gonna get all my flex spending Sunday best dress. <laughs> And we're going to march into the LASIKs office. Like, can y'all please address this? Like it's so You're going to head down to the welfare. Absolutely, honey. In our Sunday go meeting clothes, patent leather shoes. We're dressing up. You better believe it. Sunscreen stockings. <laughs> Kitten heels. Sandalfoot, honey. Sandalfoot. No reinforced toe. You better believe that. Okay. Control tops. Already. Look at this. We're just Done already enough. into the tangents. We're just talking, not about anything. This is what we do here, though. We love you guys. But in shout out to my sis, this week we're not going to do a business. This week we're going to honor our aunties and our cousins. Oh, yes. Auntie Maxine and Cousin Angela. Oh, yes. I'm going to let you shout out Cousin Angela first, though. And then, I'll, and then I will pay homage to Auntie Maxine. So my sole shout out to Cousin Angela, who, um, by the way... If you all don't know who Angela Rye is, she is an attorney. Um, I'll actually just look right on our good sis Wikipedia and let you all know briefly what she's about. She's an American attorney and the principal and CEO of Impact Strategies, a political advocacy firm in Washington, D.C. She is also a political commentator on CNN and NPR political analyst. So my main shout out to her is for her read. But specifically for the fact that she said Playboy. <laughs> she, she called said John Playboy. Walsh. She called John Walsh a uh, former House of Representative for the state of Illinois. She called him Playboy. And, Playboy. and she clapped. She clapped out her syllables when she, she said <laughs> when she said, You only you only serve one term. You only serve one term. <laughs> only one you term, only one term. <laughs> You serve one term. And I said, that right there. Black woman punctuation. <laughs> I said, oh, Angela, we speak your name, sis. Yeah, forever. <laughs> like, you are always we, on my list of greatness. We speak your name. I want to thank Angela for just riding out and just calling <laughs> out bigotry. Just calling it out. Flat-footed, unashamed, looking this square in the eye and saying, you are a bigot. Yeah. And I dare you to tell me, just show me where the where the lie is, because there is none. Everything I, I'm saying is the truth. And also, you only served one term. <laughs> <laughs> he served more terms than you. You only served one. Playboy. I said, oh. Play, she I said a playboy. I said, yo, she pl- she gives nothing. She does not care. Listen, she does I, not care. I tweeted and I said, thank you, sis. Now, run me your PayPal information because you deserve an offering. <laughs> I will slide you $5. Even if it's five bucks. <laughs> because that's all I have. But I'm willing to just, I'm willing to reward you for your diligent service. Amen. So, yes, we want to, we want to shout out our sis, Angela Rye, out here frying up these uh, old fays just out here all over the TV spewing their hatred. Um, last but not least certainly not least i called the u.s postal system (laughs) i put in a call to the u.s postal system i called customer service 
Mm -hmm. Um, And I was just asking around who I needed to speak to to make a nomination for a postage stamp. And I said that I would like to nominate Mother Maxine Waters. Mother. Mother Max. I I felt like if anybody deserves to be on a stamp, it's Maxine Waters because she stood there boldly in her shake-and-go wig (laughs) <laughs> and just called out, like, you know, her shining, shake-and-go wig, <laughs> yes. and her Mary Kay foundation, and her fashion fair rouge fashion and fair. lipstick. Yes. She, and I mean, you know she smells like white diamonds and peppermints. and just, You know she does. And you know she you uses, know. Uh, like, circular makeup pads. Listen, the red ones. The sponges. <laughs> the sponges. <laughs> the sponges. She taps her makeup on. For her green, oily fashion fair. Listen, first of all, let me just as an aside, don't you come for Fashion Fair? Fashion Fair has rebranded. Oh, have they? They have. They have stepped directly into the 21st century, honey. They are giving the girls looks. I have purchased some Fashion Fair product here recently. I purchased two of their press powders and they are a dream. We could talk about that later, though. Yes, Fashion Fair is, they're no longer the pink compacts of yesteryear, honey. They have stepped into the new age. And I'm because I definitely, I definitely remember playing with my grandmother's makeup. And oh, listen, I think everybody's grandmother had that same Fashion Fair palette with the, with the three eyeshadows on one side and the big red blush in the middle. (laughs) Yes. 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 Oh, girl, yes. My grandmother had it. The mirror was all broken and all the powder <laughs> shadows was all chipped and just terrible. And you couldn't really open it all the way. You had to just kind of like crack it because if you open it, you might risk spilling the powder. Girl, I'm familiar. But anyway, yes, we're talking about Maxine Waters and how she's just amazing. For those of you who don't know, in November of 2014, uh, Mother Maxine was elected to her 13th term. 13 13. term as a U.S. House of Representatives in the 43rd Congressional District in California. And she won that um, seat with more than 70% of the vote. That means Mm. that she completely embarrassed any person who dared to run against her. (laughs) And I just think that's amazing. She has over 37 years of public service in the state of California specifically. And I would have, you know, that that is more than all the years of my African-American life before serving. Indeed. Many of us actually, um, before serving as the house of representative, um, she actually served a California state assembly for 14 years. Um, and she rose to a very prestigious office of the democratic caucus chair serving Mm. in the California city assembly. And if that's not enough, she also founded a, um, Black Women's Forum, which is a nonprofit organization that has over 1,200 African-American women in the Los Angeles area. And she's really been out here shaping public policy um, and addressing issues of inequity um, and especially issues that affect, you know, people who are living in poverty and um, economic development equal justice under the law, under the issues and concerns of people of color, women, children, and most specifically, people who are living in poverty. So we just wanted to just shout out both Angela Rye and yes. Maxine Waters because they are popping right now. Word to Hennessy. <laughs> they are popping right now. And they are just out here on the front line um, speaking for us because, you know. <sighs> we need somebody to speak on our behalf. There's so many we people have out nobody. Here <laughs> exactly. And there's so many people out here talking reckless about us. That's what's scary is people are, are now emboldened. Like they have been empowered to just say such ridiculous things. Um, yeah. And I'm just so completely glad and grateful that both Angela Rye and Maxine Waters are just putting their foot down and saying, I do not like we will. I will not stand silent while you no. guys just speak this bull swanky all over the internet and all over the media. Furthermore, I really appreciate women like Angela who are in my age bracket. You know what I'm saying? Who are intelligent, Absolutely. but she, she clearly listens to Trillville as well. You can tell <laughs> by the way that she talks. So I thoroughly appreciate a representation of myself out there, you know, because nobody knows who I am. Um, 
as yet. opposed to like <laughs> I don't need you looking at uh Carly Red, although she is like a smooth Ooh. 65. I don't need you looking at her as a representation of who we are. We need to be looking at women like Angela and Maxine yes. as our as our role models, as who we aspire to be and appreciate them for the honesty and for the forthright comments that they are able to come and and just spread like mustard absolutely on white bread for a a hot fish sandwich (laughs) you know i love a fish sandwich with a little spread of mustard and several several drops of hot sauce just a few drops of hot sauce you don't want to you don't want to saturate it because then you're competing with the seasoning Mm -mm. in the fish the same for the mustard it has to be enough where you taste it, but not too much Subtle. to overpower. There it is. That's Subtle. the word I was looking for. And you know what? Also sets off my fish sandwich something proper like a few slices of onion. Oh, really? Yes. Now, you know, that's how my grandparents make it. We put a few, just a few little slices of onion on there. Mm-hmm. And um, my grandfather is partial to pickles. He puts a little pickle on there too. But Oh, he, but. he would love an escovish fish then. Listen, Bring my homeboy up here he to would. New York and let me Listen, take him for an escovish fish. I'm going to tell you what this... His, he, he's going to be rolling with you until you put that fish on his plate with the eye in it, like with the head <laughs> on it. That's when he's going to have to put his foot down and say no. Because we don't... I, I, too, have a problem with eating things that are looking back at me. I'm try, I, It's something I've been trying to... You know... <laughs> It's fair. No, I get it. It's it's a little creepy. I had to I had to adjust, but at this point now, if we you know what, sis? One episode and shout out to my sis. Can we shout out our good sis Kia and Keisha's mother for her food? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Miss Denise. Miss Denise, we love you, sis. Thank you. We love you so much. Your escovish is so delicious. Your curried goats. Your everything. Impeccable. (laughs) <laughs> thank you and i'll see yeah. you this weekend coming god bless mm, jealous. um yeah so we've talked about shout out to my sister and now we've segued straight into fish sandwiches because we are trash all right yeah. um <laughs> okay so this weekend kitchen table talk we're actually our shout out to my sis was an excellent segue into mm-hmm. what we're going to talk about today um because given the nature or, or given the, the the times that we're living in now and how day by day we're confronted with just such crazy things that seem to just be out of this world people mm-hmm. saying you know ridiculous things to us um you hear all these crazy stories in the news all the comments like for example um Joe Walsh's tweet uh he tweeted on um March 28th about how he felt that the United States lowered the standard, lowered the bar for President Obama and how Obama was held to a lower standard um, as president of this of this country because he was black. And that's actually what inspired Angela Rice. um, Mm -hmm. Very well executed read to him on CNN last week as well. So. Given, you know, that as an example of the kinds of things that people are saying on an, on national television, national platforms, um, it's not uncommon for us to encounter those kinds of comments and conversations and discussions in our day-to-day lives. So I wanted to talk about what we could do or how do we respond to challenging conversations? How do we respond to offensive discussions or, you know, jokes or coming upon coworkers, people who we come across, uh, acquaintances, associates, who may say crazy things like, you know, Obama was only elected president of this country because he was black or, you know, um, people feeling that Obama was not qualified, you know, to be the president um, Mm -hmm. or that black people don't have to work. You know, those kinds of things like the whole race argument. I feel like what I've been hearing a lot here recently in the news is that people feel like people of color I mean, why should I say white people feel that people of color are the are the people who are always bringing up race? It's like you guys are making it about race. Uh, why do it? Why is it every time I criticize Obama, it's because I'm racist? Or why is it every time I say something like you know how? So I want to talk about 
what how can we what are some things that we need to keep in mind what are some things that we need to think about in terms of being confronted with these um kinds of conversations and discussions and opinions in the workplace and otherwise well we talked a little bit last week and touched on some of our personalities and uh, how we deal with people so clearly you know that I have to work very hard to respond correctly when I met with such ignorance. So I think we have to execute our good uh, Aunt Michelle's mm. um, when when they go low, we go high. So if you guys want to throw out all of this uh, useless information with no facts and no backup and no receipts and no screenshots on eight and a half by 11 paper. I think that's where we need to educate ourselves and continue to educate ourselves and understand what's going on so that we can come back with a response that is grounded in truth, <laughs> as opposed to just this fly about diarrhea rhetoric that they love right. to spew you all, you, you, you talk about Obama not being qualified. And then you talk about how black people are the only ones who ever bring up race. Well, that's because you're passive aggressive. So you're not going to flat out say I'm a racist or I'm holding him to an impossible standard because he is a black man. You're not going to come out of your mouth and say that, but guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to call you out. And I'm going to tell you, no, actually you're doing this because he is a black man. Cause I mean, I don't even want to, I really don't want to bring this um, tangerine fellow into any conversation that we have here. But unfortunately, those are the times that we're living in. But this man is like the standard of sh of shit. <laughs> He's like, crap. Like, I wasn't ready. Pure basura. basura <laughs> pure basura. Cha -cha -cha. <laughs> like, mm. He's pure trash. And nobody... Nobody wants to address that. White people do not want to address the fact that he is trash. And I know, yes, I know it's not all white people. But they don't want to address the fact that he's trash. But you all want to bring out stupid stuff about Obama, his, his birth certificate and whatever else. Like, you, they they just love to say things that are grounded in nothing. They have no foundation. They have no right. strength to them. And they say them as with all of the gumption and all of the passion that this is the truth. Right. And then they call us out and treat us like we're crazy the way that niggas like to do sometimes. Oh, God. relationships. But that's, that's another topic for another time. Woo! That's a completely different topic, which we will address. Oh, but God. they they love to they love to throw a bomb out there and then wonder why everybody is reacting to it. I think you said something like really critical. Um is that I think the key here is is responding versus reacting. So mm -hmm. I think a lot of times what I find, you know, and also to your point of like Michelle Obama's um, when they go low, we go high. It's not mm -hmm. about being passive or not saying anything, but it's about being thoughtful in your response. So exactly. for me, a a reaction is an impulse. It's like, you know, stuff. It's, I don't, I don't, it's not, it does not pull on like my consciousness and like, it does not require me taking, mm -hmm. you know, time to do intentional thought. It's like, you pinch me. I say, ouch, you say something dumb. I'm a call bull swanky. Like, Your mama. <laughs> like exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, did you see that meme? It's a meme. Uh, my best friend uh, Toya had posted. She posted it. Shout out to you, Toya. Um, Toya posted a meme the other day that was like, "You can't play with black women because, it'd like, it'd be like, uh, you'd be like, oh girl, your head big, you got a big your head mama. or something. Like, oh girl, that's why your mama got cancer and died. And you'd be like, well, that, you'd be like, oh, oh, you'd be like, and I'm like, yeah. that's so true because it doesn't. And yes, and I'm not saying that to say that sometimes people don't say ignorant things and sometimes you have to kind of <laughs> hit the roof on them. But my point was reactions are something that just kind of like come instinctively. Mm -hmm. Responses are things that you kind of pause and you can take an account of like, okay, what is this? What 
well, you can account, take an account for like how your response is going to be perceived and what are the costs um, of you reacting a certain kind of way. And like, what will this do in terms of the bigger picture? So mm-hmm. I know for me at work, I've come into contact with conversations, discussions, um, people just saying like stupid things. And I want to be like, you know, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But I have to <laughs> I have to take <laughs> I have to pause for a moment and consider, you know, is that the best way to respond to this right now? <laughs> um, and could I be more meaningful um, in my response and not just kind of like react to just kind of like, you know, hurt them because they say something hurtful because they say something hurtful or say something disparaging because they say something disparaging because a lot of times um, it's better to just take a little time and think about and, yeah. and have your, and you can't, one thing that people cannot argue with is receipts. And that's what make made Angela rise <laughs> read um, that made her, I don't even want to call it a read, but that's what made her, um, response because she her response to J- Joe Walsh on CNN that's what made it so poignant was that she mm-hmm. was able to counter every one of his points mm-hmm. with a fact so when he said that Barack Obama was not qualified to be president she was able to run down like oh he was a you know constitutional law professor and he served um, as a congressman in the state of Illinois for 10 years when you served one term um, or you know he served more terms than you right so um, so and you know he, she was able to listen com- com- combat his ignorance with information um, mm-hmm. and then when you do when we do when we're able to do that then you know I think we're arming ourselves and positioning ourselves in a better way um, because when we fly off at the mouth and, and really go there, like we really, really want to sometimes and we're right. all guilty of doing sometimes <laughs> it's, oh, it's easy for, cause it's like, you know, if I'm in this boardroom and I go completely there, then after I leave, all they're going to sit around and do is talk about this black girl who went off as opposed to yep. if I take a breath and literally show them why I know Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about, then they can't argue with that. Mm -hmm. And I have not, you know, um, I have not presented myself in a way that's going to um, limit me or Mm -hmm. anything. So I think that's really critical. And as we kind of go to work every day and face people saying crazy things, it's important to kind of think about how, how we can, you know, respond in a meaningful and effective way. Yeah, I was, um, <laughs> there have been, I have examples of, of doing things the wrong way and the right way. <laughs> this is what happens when you do it the wrong, when you react versus respond. Um, I remember it started in the fifth grade. We just talked about how, oh, your mama is a really good, com- and how a black girl can always come back with a very um, poisonous response. <laughs> Venomous this girl That's tried right. to come at me. You know what I'm saying? She tried to come at me and she said, you know, like a generic, your mother kind of statement or whatever. And I came back and I was like, well, your mother rings up my mother's groceries. Well, that was real because her mother really worked at one of the local supermarkets. Well, and we fought. And then there was another girl, <laughs> I think in the ninth grade, we were on the bus and she was talking about talking about uh, my sister's name. My sister has a beautiful name. Um, and it's Paige. And um, <laughs> I was like, let me just say it. And so the girl was like, what? Your mother must have been on drugs when she named you. She must have oh, been on drugs. God. Well, her mother was in prison for real. And so I was like, well, you, you know, we don't look at our mother behind a glass. Like, so I, <laughs> I, you know, I don't really know what to tell you here. Oh. We fought. Um, but <laughs> later on in my life, look later on. As I grew and I learned how to respond uh, in truth with sprinkles of react reacting like Angela Rye was able to. Angela, Angela Rye was able to put those. She was able to put those sprinkles of of reaction on there with the claps and things like that, because everything that she that she was saying was true. Because you're so, going to be yourself regardless. Like Exactly. Even when you come correct, like a little bit of of who you are is always going to be in it. So it's exactly. like, that's why Angela Rye had to clap out her, her syllables. But please continue. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. And then so my my next example was where I was able to grow, which was just yesterday because 
I was in, I was out in flat, I was in Flatbush, um, at like get the gap outlet or something. And it was something going on at the King's theater where there was an influx of suburban white women. I don't know where they came from, but if you know anything about Flatbush and that part of Flatbush, you don't see a million white women walking around in the Dunkin' Donuts and the Old Navy and the Gap and and the Carters and all of that. But today it was that. So this white woman walked in and she was talking to another one and she goes, well, I mean, this is, this is really all they have. And I overheard it. And I was like, (laughs) so the, like the real nigga in me wants to smack the fire out of you right now. And, and, but, and tell you that you are not welcome here and you are more than welcome to get back <laughs> on your coach bus to Long Island and wherever you came from, New Jersey, and, and go dwell there and never come back here again. That's what I wanted to do. I chose to ignore the comment because it wasn't my battle. It wasn't my fight. And punching her in her face would have not really been the best reaction in a moment like that. Um, so I just, I walked past her and I, and I was just like, you know, that was, that's really ignorant. That's a really ignorant, like th- this is somebody's neighborhood and it's not yours, but don't belittle it. And when you call them out, they have, no, what can you say then? Like when I respond like that, you have nothing to say. There's nothing that you can say. Right. I, yeah. There's nothing you can say. So learn how to, we, we want to make sure that we learn how to respond, um, with sprinkles of reaction. I love a little <laughs> reaction gravy, just a teeny just, bit of it. Just a little hood <laughs> Just, a, just like make sure that it's balanced. Garnish. It's just exactly. garnish. <laughs> or like, or like parsley flakes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just a little garnish on top. Niggas love a little paprika and parsley flake on top of a potato salad. Listen, what's some macaroni and cheese? For coloring. <laughs> Do we love? For coloring. Just for coloring. <laughs> And macaroni cheese look good with a little paprika on top. It really does, actually. It's very beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yes, ladies, gentlemen, friends, please, let's think. I mean, I'm sure. I think that we brought this up now. I know that that was, I just got lost my way there. Just bear with me. I get to this. I get to the point eventually. (laughs) We bring this up now because we know that the times that we're living in, especially because I'm not even ready to acknowledge uh, you know, or speak about him in sentences, but given right. the the nature of this country's leadership <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, how that has had an impact on, you know, the way that people, uh, certain demographics of people have felt empowered to say, say and do things that they have not all often felt empowered to do, mm-hmm. to say and do like in public forum. We are going to be confronted with crazy, nonsensical comments and ideals and beliefs every day. It's going to be like we're going to be bombarded with it. And Mm -hmm. if we continue to just react in inflammatory ways, it's not going (laughs) to be sustainable for us. Um, And we just we have to learn how to think strategically and position ourselves to where we can um, make difference and, and hopefully inspire change in meaningful ways. Now, I'm not saying that they're will never be occasion for, you know, that those sprinkles of hood ratio because they will come. Oh, listen, believe. fades can be distributed evenly and across listen, the board. It's listen, it's I got these hands, they come in a set of two. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's it. That's I got it. two hands. These hands. Yeah. These hands. These hands. And you know what I'm saying? I'm right. always <laughs> ready to offer these hands. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll tell these like, fades. Fades <laughs> on demand. This is my offering. You know what I'm saying? I'm always ready to yeah. hand out these fades. You know what I'm saying? So, but, um, <laughs> but. The spirit of snuff lives in me. Deep down on the inside. But <laughs> so, we digress. We're saying that we just have to be mindful about how we respond to certain things because of the times that we're living in, we're going to be having to respond uh, a lot okay. more frequently than mm-hmm. we have previously. Mm. So we have to be cautious about how we do it so that we can make sure that we're safe and the people around us are safe and that we don't, you know, uh, lose our jobs and <laughs> our livelihoods. Absolutely. And cause those are the, those are the things that are going to position us and empower and our us dignity to make too. Like, yeah, 
Yeah. You know, we, we want to make sure that we're putting our best foot forward and our best face forward. And so nobody's saying that you don't have to say anything. Just just say it in a way that it's it's going to build you and not have them looking at you for something that you, you know, for something else. Like, don't have them looking at you for the angry black woman. Have them look at you for you having something to say. Absolutely. And then if they have the problem after that, then that's their problem. I, you can't do nothing about that. I, your problem is not my problem. But if he, if I know that I responded in the best way possible and I can walk away and I'm satisfied with myself, well, then that's all I got to give. That's it. And that is Kitchen Table Talk for this week. So if you guys have things that you want us to talk about um, for Kitchen Table Talk, if you guys have questions or things that you'd like for us to touch on, we would absolutely love, love, love to hear from you. You can send us the yes. email at Getting Grown Podcast. That's G E T T I N. G-R-O-W-N podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Getting yeah. Grown Podcast at gmail.com. Send us a shout and we'll definitely um, get around to talking about, uh, we'll, we'll definitely get around to adding it to, to the rotation in Kitchen Table Talk. Yep. I deserve a so in Black Women's Self Care this week, because we deserve. That's it, Mama D. We deserve. Um, <laughs> mine is not really that profound. Um, I got drunk, and <laughs> I'm going to use that this week as my as my black woman self care. Uh, I did make a lot of mistakes during that intoxication period. Um, <laughs> I ran right into a door uh, and busted my lip. But I'm using that this week because I did not want to go out. My friends wanted to go out. My friend was like, I want to go dancing. I want to have a girl's night. I just want to go drink and have a good time. And my very tired self wanted to stay home and continue my marathon of Frankie and Grace. Grace and Frankie. I can't remember which order and which it goes. I think it's Frankie. But Frankie and Grace. I love that show. Um, But I took a shower, put on my clothes, and I went out, right? I, didn't want to, I said this year I was not going to flake. So I'm trying to stick to that. Because I will flake, but I don't want to flake as much. Um, and I went and I had a really good time with my homegirls. Crystal came out and my friend Antoinette, you can find her at Around the Way Curls. Hey, Antoinette. Um, which is a great blog and post. I know they're working on the website. Um, and my other friend Angie, we went out and we had drinks and we just had a good time. We danced, we sang, um, we jigged, you know what I'm saying? We talked and... It was nice to be able to let go for an evening and just kind of not worry about anything. Now, I should have been worried about myself a little bit more, maybe <laughs> eating a little food, drink a little bit more water, and then I wouldn't have been in my bed all day today, um, throwing my life up. But <laughs> I mean, it's natural. It happens. <laughs> so, you know, if I would have focused on that, then I would have had a double black woman self-care. But in black woman self-care this week, I let go. I went out. I had a good time. And it was nice to be able to just be with my girlfriends and you don't have to worry about anything and just 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 got to relax for an evening, not worried about too much. What about you, sis? So in black women's self-care this week, I did something that I used to do like a whole lot more regularly, um, but mm -hmm. I don't get to do as often. Um, but I went to the beauty salon and oh. um, because, you know, fun fact about me, um, I have to get my hair dyed pretty regularly every eight to 10 weeks or so. Mm -hmm. uh, because if I don't, then, you know, I'll be rance Allen or I'll turn, <laughs> I'll be <laughs> Cicely Tyson out this be the gray hairs, the gray hairs are coming in too fast and too furious. Honey, it's just outrageous. <laughs> so I went to get my color touch up this week. I went to print beauty studio on Georgia Avenue in Northwest DC. Shout out to Tania D Porter and, um, Nikki over at print beauty studio. Hey, Ramona. Hey, Kim, all the girls over there. I went over there and got my life. Um, and sat with some good of some of the best, bestest, jet blackest, blackiest black <laughs> hair dye. I said, girl, give me the blackest black you got. <laughs> and uh, I sat over there and we just had some good ha-has and kikis. I ran into one of my good, good friends from undergrad, Jessica. Hey, blood. Um, and I got to see her oh. brand new baby, Medina. 
precious, precious lamb. I love her so. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. I just had a good time. A Saturday, I went to the gym. After I went to the gym, I went to the hairdresser and we just sat up in there and ha ha and kiki and had a good, good time. Did you buy a fish plate? I didn't. Because, you know, I, I didn't get a chance to buy a fish plate. The fish man wasn't in the shop. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we had a good time. We talked about reality television and mm. niggas and, mm. you know, the usual. The usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the usual. And we had a, oh, and like, you know, yeah, like we had a good time. We had a good time. So in Black Women's Healthcare, yeah. I got my hair done. So if you have a couple of coins, treat yourself, sis. You deserve it. Listen, yes, you need to. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. Petty, petty. So this week in... Sorry, I got excited. I know, we can't, we can't help it. <laughs> um, this week in, in our petty peeves, before we start, um, I just want to make sure that I thank you all for everybody who has already written in and submitted petty peeves um, to our email that Kia read earlier. Just for reiteration, it is gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Um, so make sure that you write in and let us know if you want us to read your name or not, if you prefer to be anonymous or not. So we want to thank everybody who's already written in, who's already submitted. We have such a great response and we thank you all already for the interaction and we can't wait to see more. Yes. And we're so glad to know that we're not the only people that are out here p- being petty. We just thank you for ca- for sending us emails and putting your petty on parade because that's what we all about. Pretty much. <laughs> so. Really <and> truly. <laughs> especially me. <laughs> so. E- e- especially. E- especially. E- especially you sis like we i i yeah i'm i yeah anyway so (laughs) petty labelle um so this is should i read her name i don't think Um, she didn't put anything in here that's like i won't yeah okay maybe i won't read your name just because you did not tell me you want me to read your name so i'm just send us an email and let us know if you want us to read your name and then next week we'll send you a shout out just so we yes. can be like, hey, but we just didn't want to like embarrass you if you wanted right. to be like incognito about your pettiness. Like we respect that. So just right. let us know what you wanted to do. Or maybe you don't want the world to know you listen to podcasts. I don't know. So <laughs> we won't read your name until you give us permission. So I'm going to call her Helen. Yes. Yes. So Helen <laughs> said, good morning, ladies. So first off, love the inaugural podcast this week. I'm so grateful for the blessings that are you too. Thank you, girl. Aww, thank you, Helen. I was <laughs> Thank you, girl. That's so nice. I was cackling and learning the whole way through. Okay, Yay. my petty peeve. People who listen to their electronic devices out loud in public shared spaces. Oh, I have a coworker who likes to come into the break room and watch her inspirational videos on her iPhone. People on my job are fake nice, so no one said anything. <laughs> I was just washing off an apple and leaving, so I figured that was a one-time thing. Wrong. One day while a few of us, three, lunched in the conference room, she pulled this stun again. Before five seconds went by of the pastor on her screen shouting us down, I asked her if she had some headphones. She got the message and turned it off. She's white, which is a whole nother peep. <laughs> Where I am, Alabama. Ooh, I get it. They feel oh, super entitled, taking up more spaces than what they deserve. And I'm so tired. We all are. Anyway, it's 2017. <laughs> Cheap ASF headphones are everywhere now. We shouldn't have to hear random people's devices out loud in shared spaces. This goes double for people who like having a whole ass conversation on their speakerphone out at Target. Mm. People have to get it together so we can survive this Trump apocalypse. Thank you both so much for considering my petty pee for today, uh, Helen. We love you, Helen. Girl, you is right. Because let me tell you how I, listen, the young people, now this is how I know I'm old, right? Because the young people get on the train with that noise. (laughs) Like, I mean. too savage? And why do I need to listen to him too? It's like, girl, girl. Don't know the other day, I was in the ER. I had to take my coworker to the ER because she broke her finger. And so and this was not a young person, sis. This man was older than me. I know he was. And he came into triage and they had these very comfortable seats. So he sits down and he proceeds to listen to his um, tunes. 
<laughs> on the high pad. On the high pad. He's listening to his tunes on the high pad <laughs> out loud. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, everybody in the in the spot is like acting like they don't hear. It. And then initially, and then, and then eventually they started to get annoyed and they look over at him and he does not care. He still listens to his tunes. So I finally started talking out loud. And this is how I know I'm going to be one of those grandmothers that just talks, whether somebody's listening or not, because mm-hmm. I do it now. And I and I was just like, so headphones don't exist, clearly. Like, we, we're all going to listen to the tunes. Like, this okay. is, we're okay. all going to listen to the rhythms today in this <laughs> ER. Like, I'm already in the ER and I'm not sick, nor am I hurt. I'm sitting here. I don't want to be. I got to listen to your rhythms, too. Mm-hmm. I haven't, when I want to hear my rhythms, I put on my Bluetooth headphones and I turn on my reggae playlist, whether it be a Vibes Cartel or I Wayne or whoever <laughs> I choose to listen to at that moment. But in that moment, I listen to the rhythm that I choose and I don't subject anybody else to that. So Helen, I thoroughly appreciate <laughs> your, your petty peeve. Because living living in a in a in a city with trans public transit where you do have little assholes who decide that they we all have to listen to Ugly God. Um Ugh. I listen to Ugly God, but if I don't choose to put it on, I don't want to hear it. So I uh, living in a in a city like this, this this hits home. Indeed. What you got, sis? What you got over there? Um, I would like to um Okay, so I am gonna call this young lady the magical Negro. <laughs> That's was her her uh well I, maybe not your magical negro that is the subject line in her email not your magical negro and her email reads first let me start off by saying that I am loving your new podcast it is definitely something that has been missing and very much needed now on to the f sh- the fuck shit oh hey yeah. girl um. <laughs> I work for one of the leading medical institutions in the world. It is a place that requires a lot from you. But if you're someone of color, you have to work twice as hard. It is what Mm. it is. And I have accepted that. But it drives Mm. me banana sandwich crazy. Yes. When these Mm. old face think I'm this magical Negro unicorn that came out of the womb, just knowing how to do everything, Mm -hmm. not even taking the time to consider all of the hard work, late and early hours I've put into being being proficient at my job. It's honestly insulting and annoying because by thinking that it allows by thinking that it allows others, uh, white folks in parentheses, to do the minimum Mm. and honestly not be as good at their jobs because they think my level of job performance is unattainable. I don't mind working hard and putting in the extra hours, but acknowledge my effort. It's not a compliment to me when you think that that this that this shit came naturally because it undermines all the hard work, blood, sweat, and literal tears and many talks with the Lord it took for me to get Mm. to this place. Sorry, Mm. this was so long, but I had to get this rant out of my spirit. Girl, we understand. Sometimes it just be in your spirit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But thanks for writing in. And this is totally something that I can um, relate to. Um, And I think it's a, it was, I chose it because I felt like it dovetailed very nicely with the conversation that we had today. And, um, you know, the entire show, given the Angela Rice uh, um, comments on CNN were in response to Joe Walsh's um, comments that, mm-hmm. you know, Barack Obama did not have to work twice as hard as everyone else in order to be the president of these United States for not one term, but two. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I got it. I got excited. But yeah, girl, you are absolutely right. And I I mean, sometimes it's it's very insulting. Just like Papa Pope said on Scandal that time, we have to work twice as hard. And they we just do. don't get it. They just don't get it. And I don't know that they ever will. They won't. Um, but some girl, do. Some do, but a lot don't. <laughs> They'll never experience it. And I mean, you know, it is what it is, I guess. They're, they're never experienced it. So you got to let them, you got to make them understand as best as you can. That's and really I believe, I believe that you'll have the opportunity to speak your heart. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, the rant is in your spirit. And I'm glad that we were able to be a, a, a safe space for you to let it out. But I believe mm-hmm. that at some point, I feel like if that's how it's always happened for me. When I carry stuff in my heart and I feel like I've just got to let the people know, eventually the opportunity will present itself where I'll be able to get the people together, but under Absolutely. the right terms. You know what I'm saying? So keep working hard. Keep doing your job. 
keep shining and outshining and outpacing them old face. And keep shining, yeah. keep smiling, <laughs> knowing you can always count on us. Sing for sure. Yes, that's what getting grown is for. Come on, you better <laughs> sing like my drunk Auntie Dion Warwick. In bed, my nostrils aren't wet enough. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> don't do you, that. Now you know. You now you know. Listen, don't do Dion. <laughs> Dion, I heard drunk, so don't do her. Officiate. I love the drunk auntie. Listen, she, she officiated my aunt Nippy's wedding. Uh, I was about to say wedding. Dear Jesus. she Did she not um, preside over she aunt Nippy's funeral and was cheats to the wind, honey? That baby was sauced. <laughs> I said, look at her up at this pulpit slurring. She Somebody was, get Dion. It was me. Listen, <laughs> was me. she was linked. Up there. Don't ask me to get up and speak. I'm going to get up eyes low. Now you will have, oh, Dion says, girl, girl. But yeah, anyway, we were were saying, I believe that you will, (laughs) I believe that you will have the opportunity to, you know, get the people together at your job. And Mm -hmm. if you want, thank you again for sending your um, petty peeve in and putting your petty on parade on getting grown. (laughs) <laughs> your petty is safe here with us always always and if you are listening and you have a petty peeve you are more than welcome to share them as well send them to getting grown podcast at gmail.com and we just might read yours on the air i also want to give a quick shout out to my sis dubs hey dubs i love you we're gonna hey, read your, we're gonna read your petty pe- we're gonna read your petty peeve um really soon very but, soon I talked to her this week and she was just like, um, she's never April gotten a shout out. Girl. Oh, yes. You know you the know sirens. She, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they make their way. Every time. I was talking to Dubs and she was saying she's never been, um, she's never received a shout out on, on the podcast. And I was like, girl, girl, Aww. girl. You know that you're going to get all the shout outs on getting grown. That's my sister. and I love I her. Love her. She, um, she's coming up here in July. Yes, she is for and her birthday. We're going to have some fun. <laughs> we're going to see. We're going to have, no, have a good time. And I'm not drinking like I did yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's um, what your mouth said. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. But no, no you'll be there to guide mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to you, Dubs. You're such a sweetheart. We love you. You my sis, like forever. Forever? Forever, So that wraps up another episode of Getting Grown. Thank you for coming and listening to us talk about fish sandwiches and soggy bread. Uh, yeah, how about to your job by cursing out the crazy white people when they be talking crazy. Yeah. Or any people, because sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes we try one another. We really no do. Mistake. And I work I work in an, a predominantly black environment, um, which is a blessing. But, you know, you get your own beefs as well. So Absolutely. We're not... <laughs> So please forgive me. I did not mean to, uh, yeah, single out any any particular person or any particular mm-hmm. sect of people. But I was just saying. But anyway, we thank you guys so much for listening. We're having a a ball um, recording, getting grown, and we just are. We can't tell you how much we're um, we appreciate your support. We thank you for listening. We thank you for subscribing. We thank you for rating. Please don't stop. As I was saying on Twitter. Tell everybody but my mama. <laughs> you can tell everybody about the show but my mama. Okay. It's not that I'm ashamed that I don't want her to know. I'm just not ready for the questions yet. But I'm going to ease her into be this. Honest. I'm being honest. This is what I just got to be myself. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can tell everybody. Just don't mention it to her. Okay. I'm going to tell her when I'm ready. Because I don't feel like explaining all of this to her. She's going to get concerned. And I don't want to worry her. She going to, you know, you know how some people feel about the gonna, internet. She's going to look at me and be like, well, I did not know. See, just. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We love you, mom. But don't ever let her hear this. Um, yeah. Tell everybody but my mama. <laughs> to listen and to rate and to subscribe and to tell all their friends to do the yep. same so that we can continue to um give you guys these shows and we'll be back we'll be going up every tuesday that's right so conan style 
Uh. <laughs> I love McConan style. Yeah, make sure that you like, you rate, and you subscribe. Rate us five stars on iTunes. Um, subscribe on Spotify. Subscribe on SoundCloud. I all of it. Like and subscribe shout out to everywhere. Who already has. Like we appreciate Absolutely. y'all. Like y'all really showed out for the first episode. I think we made it up to thirty four. Um, I think Friday we was like yeah. number thirty four on iTunes. I was like, get out of my homeboy sent me a screenshot. He was like, subscribed. I was like, loyal. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. And thank so. y'all for the tweets. Y'all keep tweeting. Y'all keep talking to us. We'll definitely be, uh, we we want to have, we want this show to have a strong sister community because that's what we're all about. We're trying to figure this thing out together. So keep, keep the conversation yeah. going and feel free to talk to one another. Use all the hashtags and all of that. Shout out to everyone. Absolutely. Oh, shout out to our, our brothers and sisters at the friend zone. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Fran. Thank you, yes. Tay. Thank you, uh, Fury. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you, guys. Yes. Thank you guys so much for um, listening and supporting and encouraging all of your listeners to check us out. We love you guys so much. Um, your posts, everything. Yeah, like y'all really showed out and we're happy to be doing this. And I still don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> we, we're a family though, so we're going to figure it out. Absolutely. So make sure that you all are out here minding your business, drinking, drinking your, water, your water, and staying moisturized. Absolutely. Yes. Putting on your chapstick and staying moisturized because your black will crack if it's dry. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.